I love gold. So welcome to Chewing the Musical Fat. I'm Paul Nicholson. And I'm Stephen Nicholson. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us for the latest episode in our Hidden Prime Cut series, where we highlight a song by a band or singer, which we feel deserve more attention, i.e. it was a B-side, an unreleased track, or a single that wasn't a massive hit, etc. Today, the suggestion of our guest, Brian Borfwick, we're going to talk about the film starring Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, Ghost. <laughs> An Unchained Melody is the song. <laughs> no, no, right. okay. Today, at the suggestion of our guest, Brian Borthwick, we're going to talk about a bonus album track from Swedish rock band Ghost. The song is Zenith, which, which was featured on the limited edition version of the band's 2015 album, Melora. Before we discuss it and introduce Brian, let's hear that very song in question. Shadows 
So that was Unchained Melody. No. So that was Zenith. <laughs> <laughs> just when I see Ghost, I just think of Unchained Melody. <laughs> that was Zenith by Ghost. Brian, welcome. How are you? Hello. I'm very good, thank you. Good. It's nice to have you back here. Yeah, nice to be I, back. Yeah, you wanted to cover this song. What do you like about it? Oh, Delhi, well, it's uh, I actually only just found this song was it about a couple of months ago, right. and it's uh, I didn't even know it existed. It's right. uh, it seemed, it's only available on the Meliora box set, seemingly. I don't know if it was released in Japan or something like that, but yeah, you can't you can't get it anywhere. So I just happened to find it on YouTube. Yeah, because like, oh. it's not an Apple Music. No, no, it's yeah, not. It's not on Spotify. It's not on Spotify mm. or anything. You kind of get on any of the like, streaming sites. And I was like, hey, yeah, what song is this? But that's a brilliant song. It's, uh, I like how it starts the piano. Like, yeah. Ding, 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 and then it builds into the big the chorus, which mm. you could imagine being sung in a stadium or something. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's got that ghost sound to it with the like the opera sounds in the background and yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant song. It's a pity they didn't release it, actually. It's, yeah. It would have been good as a single or mm-hmm. definitely on an album. Or, a, or on a soundtrack for a film or something as well. It's quite, yeah. Ah, uh, it's got that it's got that sound. Yeah. The, like they've just done the Halloween Kills movie. They've just done the song oh, from right. Hunter's, Hunter's Moon, a right. newer song. But yeah, it would have fitted in perfect to a movie, I would have think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's a, and it's a shame it's a lost yeah. like, lost song. It's just hidden a gem. Aye, <laughs> hidden away. <laughs> yeah. Of course, that's what this, this show's all about. Yeah. About these hidden gems that we hopefully will bring more into the, the public consciousness. <laughs> and what, yeah. what other ghost material would you recommend? Because like myself, I don't think I've heard any other than this song. Ah, yeah. What would you recommend? Well, there were... Well, myself and Stephen saw them supporting... Alice in Chains in Glasgow. I think when was that? Two thousand and thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'd we'd never heard of them before that. I remember having a quick look online and thinking hmm, these guys all dress up in masks and that. I thought, <laughs> but they were uh, oh, they were amazing. So after we yeah. saw them uh, supporting Alice in Chains, I, what I think it was Infest. Festium, <laughs> the <laughs> album at the time, I bought that, which was brilliant. Mm-hmm. That was their second album, and then I bought their debut album, which is yes, yeah, slightly more. First album's more, bit more raw and more sort of organs, like church organs to it, and <laughs> operatics and stuff like that. Ah, their last last album, Precore, was it? It was all right, but they've gone in a sort of different. Root, they're a bit more poppier sounding at times, okay. pop rock maybe. Whereas I quite, I quite like the first couple of albums when you are, they were more mysterious with the guys mm-hmm. dressed up as a like a mad looking pope or something like that. And then, <laughs> whereas now I don't know if you've saw they started their tour, their new tour a couple of nights ago. And I saw them on on YouTube. He's now dressed like a crazy looking Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look if you see it go online. It's he's got like a well, his jacket looks sort of green and he's got the same hair and the painted face. It looks a bit like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, the band are all dressed in gas masks and stuff like that. But, but yeah, so the pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that. <laughs> but yes, if I had to recommend uh, an album, I'd, I'd go for 
Infestion, the second album. Second album, yeah. Yeah, that was the first yeah. one I got. And it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And Stephen, obviously, you've seen Brian Wilson, you saw, saw the band in 2013, supporting Alice in Chains. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, and... What are your thoughts on this song? Well, I suppose I'll give uh, people a bit of background to them as well. So, because I'm guessing most people listening don't know who they are. So, they, they are Swedish. They formed in 2006 and they have won Grammys. They've had top 10 albums in the US and number one albums back in their their homeland. And yes, as Brian says, we've seen them supporting Alice in Chains. And, and that day as well, the first band on where Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses' new band oh. at the time, uh, the Walking sure, Papers. Yeah. Walking mm. Papers, um, so yeah, it was cool seeing him. Uh, and I think, yeah, most sport bands are a bit uh, meh, just, you, you know, you just have to go through through waiting for the main act, but they were incredible, hard, tuneful rock, theatrical, epic, mm. and uh, I know you and me were actually disappointed when they're set finished, but I knew you would have liked that a bit more. Yeah, they were I uh, just love the, the image, as you say, demonic anti-pope character. <laughs> uh, there just seems to be about 8 million members of the band on the, the stage. I think that, was it the Nameless Ghouls? And at that Nameless point, Ghouls, eh? Yeah, and they, they were wearing identical face concealing hooded costumes. So it just looked really old school metal. Um, and yeah, you just wanted more. But the, the song itself... Um, yeah, I think, uh, as you said, Brian, it's pretty bonkers in this day and age not to be able to get a song digitally. Uh, uh, and then here we have an example of it. So, yeah, it's, um, as you say, I think it's on a box set or it's only available on the limited edition vinyl version of the, the band's Meloria album. Uh, uh, so, I think so, yeah. So, yeah, happy days for those who purchased the, the record. Uh, I know I had to go to YouTube to listen to it. Uh, and you're mm. right, it's, it's a shame in some ways. It's a really good song that does deserve a wider audience and it's what does it sound like it sounds like ghost this so it encompasses uh, it's just pure ghost isn't it so it encompasses mm. elements of their sound from really from all of their albums uh, there's a nice use of piano on the song mm-hmm. um that now and for always refrains the, the organ back in mm-hmm. and the chunky guitars afterwards and the chorus is great uh, and those kind of demonic backing vocals around four minutes are very epic and evil as well so yeah it's, it's one uh, of these songs it's a an excellent choice for for hidden prime cuts and i mean if we're talking about the band's music um the 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 stuff that i would go back to most often is those first two albums uh, as as brian says uh, but yeah the second mm. album and um, that's that's the best one for me that's the best one ah, that's, yeah that's uh, it is do you what do you think of the newer stuff for you your fan? Uh, uh, it's good, but it's it's not like maybe the first couple where I would go back and mm. listen to it on you know, on repeat, if you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't find myself drawn to it in the same the same way. Even though if I was to put it on now, I'd go, yeah, that's good that. Uh, but yeah, maybe it just doesn't have that repeatability that maybe the first couple of albums did. But they're still good though. Ah, they're still good. But it's the same with the them live, I don't know if I'd really go and see them live, be a bit 50-50 about going in. Whereas when we saw them with Alice in Chains, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to see them again. But they've they've changed their style a wee bit. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. don't know. Oh, uh, it's not as mysterious and epic as you say. It's uh, Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't know anything about them at the moment <laughs> of that. Because you were telling me, oh, they do this and that. And I'd 
no awareness of them whatsoever and I was just blown away because I think the image when they came on you're thinking oh here we go it's going to be well that's uh, <laughs> when I saw the photo of them I thought oh they must be like a mad thrash band yeah. or something like that but they're, a, <laughs> they're actually a very melodic rock mm -hmm. tuneful band it's like, yeah and, and, and they're not that band that won the Eurovision remember there was a band that won Eurovision dress no, it's it's that's not them. <laughs> okay, gotcha. so, <laughs> I know who you mean. But... Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I hadn't heard of them, but uh, I liked the song. Uh, very theatrical. It reminded me of like you could imagine it in a musical or something. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's sort of music. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah, weird. and made me think a wee bit of maybe a mixture of. I suppose recently probably Muse, Queen, Iron Maiden, mm. when the humming noise, oh, me, uh, like Iron Maiden's 15 minute epic songs. <laughs> uh, I know, they have bits of all that in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it was it was good. Uh, it made me think a wee bit of, obviously, rest in peace, Meatloaf. <laughs> uh, his, uh, it made me think of some of the stuff that he did, because it's quite over mm. the top as well. And it reminded me a wee bit of that as well. Did you know it's just the singer is the only one that's in the band? It's really the rest. Mm. The rest are uh, they're all different artists because the guys that what we saw Stephen the Nameless Ghouls then mm -hmm. a lot of them uh, wanted copyright of the songs or something and were suing oh, them and right. all that. That's the reason why they had to show who he was. <laughs> they had mm. to reveal themselves because nobody knew who they were up till that point. But because it was a big legal thing went on, they all had to get their names out. And, but so I, it's I only him. That. <laughs> as long as it's just their masks they've taken off time. <laughs> just the masks. <laughs> is that right, he, it? Uh, he, Tobias, the lead singer, he, uh, so it's all his work. It's basically, he's just like a solo artist that brings in band members. Right. And also he does, he does a lot of the music on the albums because he, he used to be in a death metal band right. years huh. ago. Yeah. That's his original band was a death metal band. I think they were called repugnant or something like that yeah so he's totally changed but he's uh ah, he's quite good when you read his interviews he's got all these ideas he's having big stage shows and everything like that and but yeah it's just uh it's just him and he brings in all these musicians to play along obviously a talented guy yeah aye, aye, yes, yeah. yeah not as good as my other favorite swedish band europe <laughs> not as much. Not as rocking yeah. as it. Joey Tempest <laughs> and the guys. Uh, now you're talking. <laughs> getting, the re getting the real classics now. Anyway. As a, you know, individually, uh, for me personally, I think um, he or it, she, she, he um, has been such a faithful companion for the majority of my life as a as a guide as a mentor as a symbol um, that the idea of the devil representing evil as opposed to good does not that that clashes with my idea of, of the devil because the devil for me represents rock and roll film freedom humor 
essentially my life, my background, because it's so colored with so many blasphemous expressions. Um, but but I think that that's that's one of the most common um, uh, misconceptions, or you know, that that makes it so hard to for people to fathom that you know the, there's obviously the biblical devil and then you have the sub uh, the the pop cultural devil the pop cultural devil being very much a representative of freedom and intellectualism and liberation uh you know from the chains of 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 uh, handicapping uh worship basically that uh the 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 three Hebrew religions are. That's what they are about. They're about control. And, and Satan represents, in the pop cultural sense, the opposite of that. Guys, it's, we're coming to the final countdown. So, it's last orders at the bar. You fitted that in well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Brian. And thank You're you welcome. all for listening. What you think about the song or provide suggestions for our future episodes, please get in touch. You can do that via voicemail. It's trimthemusicalfat at gmail.com or you can join our Facebook group where you can get access to exclusive podcast episodes and videos. You can also support the podcast by subscribing and getting exclusive podcast episodes and you can do so to anchor our website www.trimmingthemusicalfat.com there you'll find all our podcast shows and playlists linked to each album that we cover time be sure to come back again for more hidden prime cuts until then keep trimming I love gold. I love gold. <laughs> <laughs>